Entrepreneur on Fire 973. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text webinar course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10-day webinar course like a champ. Ignite. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 400,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. That's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 upgrade of services free. Are you hiring but not sure where to find the best candidates? Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Boom. Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Josh Turner. Josh, are you prepared to ignite? Buddy, if I was any more ready, I think my pants would be on fire. <laughs> Josh is the founder of Linked Selling, a St. Louis-based company specializing in outsourced LinkedIn lead generation campaigns. His company represents clients in the US, Canada, UK, and Australia in a wide variety of industries. His company also operates LinkedUniversity.com, their LinkedIn training program. Josh, take a minute. Fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a glimpse in your personal life. Yeah, you bet, man. So, um, wow, fill in some blanks from the intro. You did such a great job. <laughs> but we, um, you know, I started working for myself about five years ago, early 2010. Prior to that, I, I was the CFO of a construction and manufacturing company, decided it was time to go out on my own. At first, I was working as a, a freelance or outsourced CFO for small businesses here in St. Louis. Um, I used LinkedIn to uh, grow that business, some of those clients were taking notice and said, hey, could you do some of those things for us? Uh, I said, sure, why not? So I gave it a shot at the same time, you know, like a lot of entrepreneurs, never been afraid to, to try new things and, and, you know, hang a shingle out for a new company. I, so I built linkedselling.com and it turned out there's a lot of other businesses that wanted help generating leads using LinkedIn. The business has since exploded. Uh, we have 13 people here in our office in St. Louis and just doing a, you know, a lot of great work for a lot of great clients and, and you know, making an impact uh, in the world. So it's, uh, it's been exciting on a personal note. You know, I live in St. Louis here with my girlfriend, Jess, and our, our dog, Oscar, who we, uh, we more, than, more times than now, we refer to him as Buddy. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we like doing a lot of stuff in the outdoors, going out to eat, traveling. You know, lived in Italy for a month about a year and a half ago and looking for another adventure like that soon. Uh, you know, I, due to, um, I think, you know, the, the Hal Elrod interview on either your show or Jamie Tardy's, uh, one thing I'm ex- doing that's kind of exciting in my personal life is having more structured mornings and doing some meditation. So it's really big into like personal improvement in addition to going hard in the business, man. So that's a little glimpse into, into me and, and kind of what I'm up to. I love Jamie Tardy. She's my mentor, but let's be honest, Josh. It was from the Entrepreneur on Fire interview. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Josh, there's been a theme that's been happening the last week or so on EO Fire that I've been loving, and you just reiterated it here. So I want to make sure to step out and share it with Fire Nation to continue to highlight this. But Fire Nation, you're an expert to anyone who knows less than you. Josh didn't think of himself right off the bat 
as a LinkedIn expert, I mean, just because he was crushing and doing some good things, he wasn't like, okay, I'm like Mr. Know-it-all Professor LinkedIn. No, but other people looked at him as this LinkedIn expert. And then when he said, you know what? I've invested in myself, both time and money to learn. I've learned. Now it's time to turn around and teach and look at the business that he's built from that. So massive, massive takeaway already. And Josh, you're at a networking party in St. Louis. Everybody's sad because the Blues are out of the playoffs. I get it. Oh, man. Tell me about but it. But <laughs> someone walks up to you despite all the depression and they say, hey, Josh Turner, as you look at your name tag, what do you do? Like, what's your answer in 10 seconds or less? You know, I keep it pretty simple. I just say, you know, we help uh, B2B companies generate leads online through our agency, Linked Selling, and we specialize specifically in LinkedIn. And then we have a training program called Linked University for people that want to learn how to do it themselves. I mean, that's dialed in, Fire Nation. That is what a 10-second soundbite sounds like. And Josh, what I kind of want to do right now is shift to the story portion of Entrepreneur on Fire. So right now, you're doing what you're doing. You gave us a pretty quick overview of that shift that you made from construction because you were having success there, and now you're doing this with 13 people. But let's really dive into that story now, that entrepreneurial origin story. So don't go way back. Just take us to that shift moment that happened and tell us that story. Absolutely, man. And, and um, you know, that, that transition point was actually one of really the worst moments of my business career in life. And Are you combining these two stories now? I am combining them, man. <laughs> okay. And so, so here's what happened. I was the CFO of a, a small construction and manufacturing company here in St. Louis, like I mentioned. I was super vested into this company, totally bought in, totally committed, like working 70, 80 hour weeks and stuff. I might as well have been an owner. That's how bought in I was. It was a great family run business that had been around since 1982, had a ton of great people. In the first four years that I was with the company, we grew from about five million in annual revenue to over twenty three million, and we thought we had had it all figured out. We were starting new divisions. Uh, one of them was selling uh, custom windows. One of them was a commercial construction division, and we were also growing exponentially with our core business lines. But then the economy started shaking in two thousand eight, and we went into the downturn with a, a backlog of roughly 18 million in business. Fast forward to 2009. In November of 2009, we had less than a million in backlog or, or work on the books. Work had just totally dried up. We couldn't get any work at even below cost. That's how desperate times were for us. And uh, of course, along the way, you know, we're losing a lot of money. We're hemorrhaging cash, cash so much so that Eventually, the, the banks and, and the, the company's investors decided that they would rather cut their losses than put more in. And when that happened, we were forced to shut our doors for good. And if, if you know you can't meet payroll next week, then it's pretty much over because you have to tell all your people that not to come in the next day. And that was it for us. So, you know, it was over from $23 million in one year to out of business the next. And, it was it was really tough because it, it impacted a lot of families. There were a lot of people like myself that were very invested in this company. Uh, a lot of good people lost their jobs, and, and for me, it was it was you know every bit like an entrepreneurial failure because I had been such a big part of taking this company from five million in revenue to over over twenty three. So it was a it was a pretty crushing experience to. Um, you know, when you when you go through something like that, you kind of doubt yourself. 
you know, you you start thinking of yourself almost as as a failure. But you have to be able to pick yourself up from those things, and that's really where that silver lining comes in. And uh, as you might suspect, I learned a ton through that experience, and I know confidently that those experiences have given me the background that's really allowed me to create uh, the success that we have with our, our company today. So what happens at that point when you're down and out, when you've had to let all these employees go, when you're crushed, you're feeling defeated, you know, the last thing you have is even an ounce of confidence. What was that next step that you took specifically that showed you that first ray of light, that first ray of hope and got you moving again? Well, first off, to be candid, I had a little bit of extra time because the bank actually hired me to be the last man standing and manage the liquidation. So I had a little time to think about what I wanted to do. And I think like a lot of other entrepreneurs, like if you know, when you're at rock bottom, you have to just be able to dust yourself off and move on to the next thing. And so I had actually picked up a business journal saw a couple guys that had been featured for doing outsourced CFO work, which was somewhat kind of new and in vogue at the time. And I thought, hey, why can't I do that? You know, yeah, I'm somewhat young. I think I was like 27 at the time or something like that. But I thought, you know what? I've got a strong enough network that I've built up, you know, both on LinkedIn and offline that I think I can start tapping into this now and try and, and carve out my own little space in the market, you know? So I think for me, it was that confidence that over the preceding years, I had really put a network in place that I could start tapping into. And that's one thing that I always want to have Fire Nation realizing the importance of networking, the importance of the relationships that you're building. You may not think that relationships you're building right now are very tactical or might mean something down the road, but you never, never know. So when you can don't burn bridges when you can foster relationships, encourage them and water them and help them thrive and grow because when it comes down to whoever knows what the future is going to hold and we do not know what the future is going to hold, those relationships can truly be that lifeboat for you. And Josh, that's my big takeaway from that time that you were just 23 mil to nothing and all that heartache and failure. You know, you relied on your networks and your relationships. To me, that's a huge takeaway for Fire Nation. What do you want to share with our listeners right now as the number one takeaway to make sure that we absorb if we encounter a similar situation? I think the key is to have focus because what really took this company down was that we tried to do too many things. And I've taken that so much to heart in our current business. Like we are, we are so focused in on being the best in the world when it comes to helping business owners grow using LinkedIn that I'm not going to distract myself by trying to do other things that might seem complimentary. But wait, and all there's that Instagram and Pinterest and all these other great things out there. Right, right. But you know what? <laughs> there's also a lot of other marketing agencies people can hire that claim to do it all. Yeah. You know, and what we've found is that by really planning our flag in this one specific thing and saying we're going to be the best in the world at LinkedIn. It's allowed us to triple our revenue each year, each of the last three years. You know, and so focus is such a big thing. Uh, lack of focus is probably the primary reason why why that company uh, failed so quickly. We just got into too many things at once. And then the other thing was that in that ramp up, we were so focused on constantly reinvesting in growth and the next thing that we mm. never paused to build up our war chest. You know. 
to build up the cash in the bank to make sure that we were going to be protected against that rainy day. And the rainy day will come for everybody. You have to be prepared for it. You know, and I, when I talk with other business owners who are having challenges meeting their payroll from week to week, you know, I understand that those things happen. Businesses go through those things, but you have to find a way to correct it because you are not going to be prepared for the rainy day when it comes. Well, Josh, you know, my favorite acronym for the word focus, follow one course until success. I love the idea of that war chest. You know, for me, it's something that I love adding to, and I really love when other businesses make that a priority. And I've mentioned this book recently, but Profit First by Michael Michalowicz. He really dives into that exact mindset mentality of building up that war chest because that is what's going to get you through the economic swings. And I also love the planting of the flag concept, Josh. I mean, that's exactly what we've done at Entrepreneur Fire with podcasting. You know, our flagship community's Podcasters Paradise. I'm not trying to be the guy that teaches you how to do online courses. You know, I get your St. Louis native Davis Simon Garland to come teach Fire Nation about that. I don't need to sure. know Facebook ads. I get Rick Mulready to come and teach Fire Nation about that. Mobile, Greg Hickman, come talk to Fire Nation. I can't be everything to everyone, and I can really be something to everyone. For me, that's podcasting, and for you, that's LinkedIn, and for those other people that I mentioned, that's their thing, and that's exciting, and it's also a really cool thing to just say, hey, I can be one inch wide and one mile deep and succeed. And it's exciting also and something that you can be super proud of to say, you know what, we're going to be the best in the world at this one thing. Like, that's a super cool thing to be able to say and feel good about it and feel real about it. I love that. So Josh, let's shift now, but telling a story nonetheless. This one's about an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb. I mean, you've had a ton focusing, niching, LinkedIn, being that person. That's definitely an aha moment. What I want you to do now is tell the story of an aha moment of your choice because you've had a lot and really take us there to the ground level of when you had that idea. I want to know what the weather was like that day. I want you to get so descriptive. Take us there and tell us that story. Sure, sure. So um, let me set the stage a little yeah. bit. Like your business, John, my my company has really exploded um, as a result of doing a lot of webinars. Uh, we have something like 10 different webinars running every week. And it's, it's probably been the single thing that has catapulted our revenue into the, you know, multiple seven figure range. And, you know, in conjunction with that, all right, of, you know, that kind of aha moment of being like, wow, look what we can do Mm -hmm. with webinars, right? I realized though that we could only do so much if I was the one pulling all of the sales and marketing strings. And, the, the specific moment in time and the aha moment when I was sitting at a, at a meeting, um, at an EO meeting, entrepreneurs organization. Yeah. And I, I just, I realized in one of those meetings that I was sitting there thinking about the business that I cannot keep doing it all myself. This was about a year and a half ago. And at that time, I promoted one of our account managers to full time marketing manager. And, uh, he now oversees all of our webinars and the marketing to constantly drive new registrants and opt-ins for these webinars, right? And so that decision resulted in a a surge in inbound leads for which I had to then bring on a a full-time salesperson. Right. And now we have two full-time sales guys. And since then, we've also promoted another one of our account managers into the marketing department. And 
just like two weeks ago, hired from the outside to add a content marketing manager to our marketing team. And all of this has really allowed us to specialize and tackle a laundry list of strategies and tactics that it's just impossible for one person to do on their own. And and it wasn't until I got out of my way that our business really exploded. So often entrepreneurs find they are the cog in the actual explosion of the business. Until they're removed, the business can't have that next level increase in revenue and whatever that might be because we're in the way as entrepreneurs. That happens all too often. Now, Josh, what are some of the biggest lead generation tactics you're getting for webinar subscribers and registrants? Sure. You know, so we do a lot on LinkedIn, both organically and through LinkedIn ads and LinkedIn sponsored updates. Uh, we do a lot with Facebook ads. We do a lot with, uh, you know, affiliates or joint venture partners, right? You know, folks that have a complementary or similar audience as ours that we'll, you know, broker deals with and, and they'll promote our webinar to their list and sometimes vice versa. You know, we'll find, uh, businesses that have big lists and do paid email drops. We're doing uh, pay-per-click on Google. We, we drive some organic to webinars, you know, so it's a lot of different uh, lines in the pond, if you will, or irons in the fire. Mm. Um, it didn't all start like that, though. You know, it's the, the biggest successes with the webinars started with, you know, LinkedIn at first, and then we really were able to scale up with Facebook ads. And I, I know you've had a lot of success driving registrants to, to webinars with Facebook ads, too. And then just over time, we continue building the machine and adding more and more into the fire, if you will. Um, and, and the biggest thing about all that, though, that I've learned is that with every one of these different marketing channels, it's a constant effort to continually adjust, tweak, and find new things because something that works today may not work tomorrow. It's a moving target. It always is going to be a moving target. There's no set it and forget it for these type of things, Fire Nation. It's set it, test it, iterate it, pivot. That's why you have to know what you're doing or hire someone that does. Now, you mentioned fire, Josh. That's actually pretty fitting because we're moving into the fire rounds. And this is just three questions, about 30 seconds each. The first one being, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is probably that I'm... um, I'm constantly focused on what's next. And because of that, I don't do well at celebrating wins. You know, I, I have a hard time being satisfied. We'll have a, a, a record month and I'm just, you know, I look at the numbers and I'm like, that's awesome. We're putting a lot of money away. We're, you know, keep moving up the hill. What's next? Mm. You know, and, and I think sometimes that that's a weakness. And, and sometimes, um, you know, not necessarily fair to my team either, you know. So I try and be conscious of that and make sure that we, we celebrate our wins in our own way and uh, try and bring other team members along to, to kind of fill that gap. Because as a leader in an organization or as an entrepreneur, we're all going to have kind of those holes. And, and, you know, it's not always that you have to fix them. Sometimes you can have somebody else in your company that can help you fill that gap. What's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? I would say it's probably the same thing, never being satisfied, always looking for the next thing and not dwelling on successes. And, and because of that, we're constantly pushing forward and, and you know, taking measured risks. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been really successful for us trying new things. And I always tell people, like, I'm looking for one 
big marketing initiative to, to try each month. And if one out of every three of them works out, then it's going to be a good long-term play. So you have a lot of awesome things going on. You're always iterating. You're always testing new theories and ideas. But what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? I, I got to say, um, it's probably my book that's coming out on June 15th, man, because I'm just really excited to be in a position where I can share this this LinkedIn system that we've de- been developing with the world. And, and for the last several years, we've really been perfecting it. And we've kept it pretty much under wraps, only giving access to to our private clients. And so it's it's really exciting for me to be able to put it out there because I know it's going to make a big difference for a lot of business owners. Well, let's go into a little more detail about this because it's June 21st right now. So the book is out. It's been live now for six days. What's the deal with it? What's the name and, and where can we find out more? Yeah, the book is called Connect and uh, the subtitle is The Secret LinkedIn Playbook to Generate Leads, Build Relationships and Dramatically Increase Your Sales. To find out more about it, you can go to eofire.com forward slash connect and uh, you can get a copy of the book for free right now, as well as we've got a LinkedIn course that you can get for free along with getting a copy of the book. All right. So we've got, you know, a pretty sweet deal going on right now. So if, if here's what the book's about, really, it's it's the playbook that my company has used to triple our revenue every year for the last three years and that we've used for our private clients to generate millions of additional revenue for them. I mean, like, you know, one old school manufacturing company that's generated over 10 million in sales utilizing this strategy. And and that's just one example. And the whole thing, it really started out of a frustration that I had when I started working for myself in 2010 as a, a freelance CFO for companies here in St. Louis. And like a lot of other solopreneurs, when I first got started, I was doing all the, you know, having coffee with people and going to lunches and going to networking events and all the stuff that people say you're supposed to do. And I just found that most of the time it was, it was unproductive. It's not scalable. It's right. It's right. That's right. The people I was meeting with weren't my prospects most of the time and it wasn't scalable. It's impossible to have enough networking coffee meetings that are productive and do the actual client work I was doing. And continue to keep enough quality leads coming in the door to grow the business. The numbers just don't add up. But the relationship capital gained through face-to-face meetings is hard to replace. So what I figured out how to do was utilize LinkedIn to design a system that would allow me to connect with and position myself and my business as an authority in front of thousands of prospects. Then to filter those prospects down to only the most high value, important prospects that I really care about, and then work those people through a systematic relationship building process via LinkedIn that culminates in a request for a meeting. And it's taken us a few years to really perfect the system, but now we're there. And what we see is that utilizing, utilizing this system, 29% of prospects that are worked through the process will agree to a phone call or a meeting with you or somebody on your sales team. Wow. All right. Or you can use the process to, to move them toward other offers like webinars, free reports, lead magnets, you know, things like that. Right. So it's, it's a super powerful system. If you compare it with, you know, really anything else out there, if, if you're looking to generate more leads, more conversations, uh, get on the phone or get face to face with more prospects, uh, you gotta get a copy of the book and, and it's, um, it's gonna make a big difference in your business when you do. 
eofire.com slash connect fire nation. You're going to get the free book. You're going to get the free LinkedIn course and wow, awesome stuff. And Josh, we're about to enter the lightning rounds, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, but you're not sure where to find the best candidates? I speak from personal experience when I say that your company is only as good as the people you hire. This is an important step. I also know that posting your job in one place doesn't cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates, but with little time to spare, it's tough to post everywhere. Good news. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire, I can post to 100 plus job sites with one single click and be instantly matched to candidates from over 4 million resumes. Just post once, and within 24 hours, you'll be watching your candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. ZipRecruiter has been used by over 400,000 businesses, and you can try it right now for free. Getting the right people for your company is so important, and ZipRecruiter can help. Try ZipRecruiter for free today. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. At Entrepreneur on Fire, we know firsthand when you're starting up a new business, finding a place to get your logo design can be a challenge. Sure, your cousin Eddie may offer to help out, but that can get real uncomfortable real fast. And at this stage in the game, you don't have the funds to hire an agency. I've discovered an easy way you can get great design. It's called 99designs, and it's the world's largest online marketplace for graphic design. Here's how it works. You start by telling them what you need in a simple online brief. Designers from around the world begin submitting designs, and you provide them with feedback to refine the concepts. In just seven days, you get to pick your favorite design and start using it right away. If you're launching a new company, 99designs is your answer for quality graphic design at an affordable price. Right now, when you start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire, you'll get a $99 upgrade added for free. Josh, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Super prepared, man. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I just didn't think I had a good enough idea. I mean, I had really wanted to go out on my own for a long time, but it, it was really that the, the company closing that really forced my hand and leading up to that. I just felt like I didn't have a good enough idea of what to do. What's the best advice you've ever received? You know, the, the best advice I've ever received was from um, the, the CEO and owner of that, that company that, that ended up going under. And w- one thing he told me over and over again was, it's a whole life. And he told me that so much because he knew how focused I was on building the business. And, and he was telling to me, hey, you can't just focus on the business. You have to take care of your whole life. You know, you have to take care of your family, your, your mental well-being, your, your, your physical well-being, or everything else will suffer. What's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? I think it's that I do what I, I say I'm going to do. Uh, if I make a commitment... You know, no matter how small it is, I, I work damn hard to keep my word. Um, that and, you know, with my finance background, I'm, I'm the king of spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I'm going to go with Headspace. Yeah. It's, a, it's an app that, you know, I, with all of the, the folks these days that are, that are just raving about the power of meditation and what it can do for you, your mindset, and thus for your business, um, I was struggling to figure out like how to actually do meditation and integrate it in my life. And the Headspace app kind of solved that problem for me. 
Yeah, those first 10 days they have are just such like easy walking steps into meditation. Love it. Heck yeah. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners in, to include eofire.com slash connect, which is where you can grab Connect Fire Nation, what would that book be and why? Yeah, so in addition to, to my book, um, you know, one that I am into right now is Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game. Uh, it's a book that has been on my shelf for several months now, not only on my shelf, but I mean, it's been on and off the shelf for the last few months. It's underlined. I've taken notes on my computer to summarize it. And I'm meeting with my financial advisor soon to go over some of the, the, the key takeaways that I've gotten from that, that I think are going to impact some of the things that, that I'm doing. So that's, it's a really good book. I'd highly recommend it. Well, what's really so exciting about that book, which I actually read in three days, I'm just, I'm obsessed with that side of finance as well, is how similar all of the top financial minds and geniuses, really when it comes down to how similar all their advice is. And to me, that was just so comforting to know, you know what? I'm just an average guy. I'm not some crazy hedge fund manager. I'm going indexes, baby. And like, that's what they are recommending. They're why, like Buffett's saying, hey, when I die, wifey, put my money and our money into an index fund because that's the best thing you can do. And it was really just exciting to see what we can do and how Tony just lays it all out right there. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Josh, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would only spend $10. And I would take that $10 uh, and use it to set up and promote a webinar that would generate sales that I would then reinvest into more marketing. So the initial $10 would be spent on a new domain. I would then set up a 30-day free trial with either Unbounce or, or Lead Pages and GoToWebinar. Uh, I'd then create a landing page in Unbounce and integrate it with GoToWebinar. Because yeah, these services, they all offer these free 30-day trials. Oh, yeah. you know? and, and, okay, so now how am I going to get people to show up? Well, I, a lot of folks would, would spend the other $490 on Facebook ads. But you know, I'm not a big fan anymore of risk at all. So what I would do is I would use LinkedIn to organically reach out to targeted prospects via messaging campaigns and invite them one-on-one personally to attend my webinar. And that strategy alone could yield a, a few hundred registrants over a couple weeks worth of promotion. And all it costs me is, is sweat equity. So whatever. If, it's, if, I, if I only have seven days, well, then maybe I could get 150 registrants with putting in a few hours of messaging on LinkedIn. Right? So then on the webinar, I, I'd pre-sell a service or a training program of some sort. And then I would use those sales to then build out the thing that people bought and then continue reinvesting in marketing the next webinar. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Fire Nation. I mean, this is a playbook for anybody right now. So what I want to do now, Josh, is end on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. 
Awesome, man. You know, the one parting piece of, of guidance that I would give is to, um, you know, get to the point where you can really open up your mind to accepting that you don't know everything and to start proactively looking for other people that can help you. And whether that's joining a mastermind group, getting involved in an organization like EO, I mean, just, or if it's just a mindset shift for you, you know, I, I went, when I was first starting my business, like I probably spent a solid year of spending absolutely no money on anything. And the difference between then and now where I invest heavily in my education and training and mastermind groups and community and learning is just night and day. So you got to do that stuff. Um, and then to connect with me, you know, you can, you can search for Josh Turner on LinkedIn. Should be pretty easy to find me uh, on Twitter at Josh B. Turner. Um, or uh, you can find all my info at eofire.com forward slash connect. Boom. And Fire Nation you know you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Josh T and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Josh in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about. His book recommendation, resource, all of the greatness that we've been chatting about. And of course, eofire.com slash connect. Grab your free book and free course. Don't hesitate. Make it happen. Fire Nation, take action. And Josh, thank you for sharing your journey with our listeners today. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. As much as we travel for conferences and other opportunities, it's nice to have the right types of software in place that can help us work more efficiently, even when we're on the go. This is especially true when it comes to our finances. Introducing the online accounting software and platform for your small business, Zero. That's X-E-R-O. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcast. That's X-E-R-O dot com slash podcast. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EOFIRE to 33444 and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Have an inspired day and ignite.